Hi, and welcome back to Becca Babbles Podcast. I'm your host, Becca. I'm a certified personal trainer, holistic health coach, and future chiropractor on my way to figuring out this thing we called life. Now, let's get babbling. Hi, guys, and welcome back to Becca Babbles Podcast. I'm your host, Becca, and I hope you liked the new intro. Um, I know I'm really excited about it. I felt like it needed a revamp, uh, especially now that I am a certified personal trainer, or I have been for a while. And also, I wanted to let you all know that because I found so much excitement through helping people through the coaching process or online coaching that I was like, you know what? I want to start my own thing. I want to start my own business. I want to start offering the service because I found that I could I could really help people through nutrition and through fitness if I did my own online coaching. And I just wanted to offer that out there and also put that in my podcast. So just a little heads up there, I am now officially offering one-on-one coaching. So if you do want to work with me, I highly recommend because like, of course, I'd highly recommend myself because I'm really excited about it. And I I found the benefit within myself, what coaching did for me. Maybe I should do a whole little podcast about like why I'm starting nutrition coaching slash like fitness coaching. I don't know what you just holistic coaching, holistic fitness coaching. But I just found so much benefit from getting help. And I just started to think, what about all those other people out there that still need my help or still feel stuck? And I know I have the light inside of me to help you with that. So if you're struggling with food or fitness or super confused, send me a message through the link for the email that I have in the show notes and I would totally want to get in contact with you. So that's just a little new heads up in from the intro thing if you were like questioning like wait why is she now saying she's a certified personal trainer and a holistic health coach I don't know what's going on um but yeah if you can't already tell I'm super excited about it but um I'm excited about the new intro and I'm excited about now offering this because I really think that I can help you get to where you want to be because I know what it's like to struggle and I know what it's like to be confused and I feel like this world would be so much of a better place if people felt fueled, happy, and satisfied within themselves. So anyways, um, I'm kind of switching things up this year. I feel switching up, if you can't already tell from the title of this episode, and then also because I didn't start January with like my monthly recap of December, I was like, I don't know if I want to do that anymore. Because I felt like it was very repetitive where I was just like, yeah, I'm doing these classes. I went on a few hikes, so that switched some things up for you guys. But for myself, I just, I didn't feel as energized to be like, okay, I got to think of a a lesson that I learned, which like honestly was probably a good thing so that I could reflect back. Maybe that means I do need to do it, but um, just, I didn't feel like I was as energized doing it and it felt very repetitive. So my thought process in the future, since I am doing trimesters for school, I was like, okay, that's kind of like a transition into my life. So maybe I'll just do not monthly recaps, but like trimester recaps. So then you kind of know what's going on with me school-wise if you want to follow my journey as becoming a chiropractor 
And just also so that there's a little bit more going on to where it's not just me being like, I did this and I did that. And maybe like I'll just have more updates in the front part of my podcast. But I don't know. We'll see how it goes. I'm feeling like switching things up. But one thing I did want to talk about and kind of was the whole reason for this episode was how I didn't reach my reading goal. I was really disappointed that I was so close just because like I'm a competitive person like that. I really like reaching goals. I'm learning how not to be disappointed in not reaching my goals because goals are something that you're supposed to strive for. Not like it doesn't have to be about the destination. But I was a little bit disappointed in not getting to my reading goal. And I kind of wanted to talk about like why in the first place I'm so focused on, especially this year now, of reaching that reading goal and why I want to do reading in the first place. Because to be honest, I haven't been the best at reading. I never was a good reader. My relationship with reading hasn't always been the best. Um, I was that kid, definitely. Like, I don't know if you'd know this about me, but I struggled. Like, I was the kid, I know I remember vividly, like, the teachers every year in elementary school would get you, like, seated down with them, and you do the whole reading speed thing and the whole comprehension, and everyone's like, I was that kid that was freaking out for the whole, like, you'd go on the computer and do the whole reading Like you would have to read it in a certain amount of time and then they ask you all the questions. I hated doing that because I sucked at it. Like I was terrible at reading. Um, And then I would always be put in the group that was obviously reading the really easy books. The funny part was is that like I could understand those books and I was kind of just like, okay, why am I in this group? I wish I was in the higher level group. But then obviously based off my reading score, that wouldn't allow me to be in the higher level reading group. So I was reading the like Dr. Seuss books and the like mostly the poetry books. I'm like vividly remembering my second grade class where she would have me reading Green Eggs and Ham and I would read all the, I like, I probably know all the Dr. Seuss books by heart because I read them so many times because I was in the lower level reading. And it was honestly a hit to my ego because most of my friends were in the higher level reading. And I was just like, well, this sucks. I want to be with my friends. And my friends would have conversations about the stories that they were talking about. And I really felt like I was missing out. And I would be in this repetitive cycle of like wanting to get better at reading, but then I felt like I would read pages of books and then have no idea what I just read. And then I'm like, but I got to finish the book because then the school would have these things of like 25 book challenge thing, which to be honest, um, I'm pretty sure half the people that did all those were cheating. Just going to say it out there. I know, I know I have a few friends that like, actually did it by heart but I'm pretty sure like half of those kids cheated just so that they could do the whole like I think you got like a treat or something or it was like during the time where you were supposed to be doing school you were able to like bring your blanket and read your book I'm putting that in quotations because it just ended up being like all of my friends getting together with our blankets and pajamas in the cafeteria and we would just talk the entire time and have a book next to us so I, I I'm just calling us all out right now but I would get so overwhelmed where I'm like, I have to finish the book. Like, I have to read this book and I have to finish it. But again, I didn't 
know what I was reading and it would just be this repetitive cycle. And part of me just kind of felt like I was dumb because I couldn't read. Like I could read, but I wasn't good at it. And I try to have the mindset of wanting to get better at what I'm good at what I'm bad at. So like, for instance, it wasn't that I was a quote dumb kid. Like I don't think most kids are dumb. I I feel like people say they're dumb just because they're not good at a certain subject in school when like in a different category they're really smart. So like for instance, I was that kid who was good at their times tables. Like I got all those I was so good. I got those 8 times 8. I got that 12 times 12, you know, 144. I was hitting it. But when it came to reading, and reading out loud in class, oh my gosh, that still gives me chills, <laughs> um, I would crumble. And just because I was bad at that, I considered myself dumb. When in actuality, it's like, no, I just, I struggled in that area. So looking back on that now, I'm kind of just like, okay, maybe instead of considering myself dumb, I just, I need to work at it. And so I would try and get better at reading here or there. And it helped a lot because my friends were really into reading. So I was like, I want to be good at reading because I want to be a part of these conversations. But I also found that like movies, I'm not saying that movies are bad or like watching TV is bad because like there is you can get a lot from movies and a lot of insights through movies. But I just found within myself that I loved reading because I could get like what people were thinking about. I love learning about how people think and what their thought process is, maybe just so that I could get a little bit more connected with them as far as like understanding that I'm not the only one that thinks this way. I think that's another reason why I really like podcasts is just because I'm like, oh my gosh, someone relates to me. Someone can acknowledge my feelings. I'm not the only one like this. But I I loved that reading allowed me to do that. But then again, it was taking that time to sit down, get a book, read a book. And then I had this giant list and I still have this giant list now of all these books that I wanted to read. But again, my reading speed was so slow that I was just like, what's the point if I'm bad at it? And I would just start reading a book and then I'd stop reading a book and I'd never end up finishing it and I'd just get frustrated. And I feel like my parents would then get frustrated because they're like, we've bought you all these books. Have you even finished them? Like I know there's a lot of us out there that have that bookshelf. Like I have one right now where it's like probably half of these books I haven't even read yet, which I think I'm getting better. I'm looking at it now. I would say I've read like, three-fourths of the books that are on my bookshelf but that's also because now I have a Kindle which I'll get into first in a second but especially when I got into my eating disorder that's when my reading just went kaput because like I was constantly on the move I always felt like I had to be moving I had to be doing and it's like why would I waste time with a fiction book when there's like there's no point when I could be moving around doing stuff but in these last couple of years I've really tried to increase my reading again and I really felt like that's allowed me to have healing 
in recovery, which I didn't really realize that it did or that reading also brought learning lessons that I didn't realize that it was going to give me. And so that's why I started bringing reading back into my daily life, I guess that's what you could call it. Um, And I think one of the big highlights was when I had to start decreasing my steps. If you guys know my story, I struggled really hard with being obsessed with step count and thinking that I had to reach a certain amount and then I had to get even more and more and more and it just escalated from there. And then when I had to start decreasing those steps and decreasing the amount of time in the gym because I realized that it was doing harm to my body always moving and I couldn't recover my period which like is a key sign of health I will repeat that over and over and over again but I had to find some new hobbies and I had to find some hobbies where I'd sit still but it was so tough for me because even as a child I wasn't one to sit still like my parents would always talk about how my sister would sit and watch this movie called Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. If you don't know what that is, it's just a really long musical. And she would sit there and watch the whole thing. And she was like five to where they had me and they were, I was that child where they're like, oh my gosh, she's the handful. (laughs) I will say I was good on airplanes, but when it came to like restaurants, when it came to like watching TV, I would sit, I would watch maybe a half an episode and then I'd be like, bye um so I was not that kid that would sit still but then learning to find hobbies where I would sit still like I remember I used to be obsessed with like making duct tape wallets and those rubber band bracelets and I would sit and I'd do those for hours and I think that like having my mind stimulated allowed me to do that And it was kind of awkward because I was in this space of like, but all I know is sports, exercising and walking. So what am I supposed to do? And that kind of just led me back to, I always wanted to get better at reading. So like, why not take the chance to do that? And I felt like reading was something that I could do that was still active and stimulated my mind, but also allowed me to rest. But then I also found some other things that came out of reading. So I know there's like this whole thing about like, you should like, I feel like when you get older, people are always like, you need to read the nonfiction books because like that gives you information and da 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 da, which like, I do see the benefit in that because I, one of the things that got me back into reading was being like, I want to learn more. So I'm going to read a book that's going to give me basically what someone has studied for a long period of time and I get the like little nit bits of it and I don't have to go through all the experience they did I honestly think again another reason why I like podcasts I like kind of get what other people have already done and I'm like oh okay cool I don't have to go through that or I don't have to I don't want to say I don't have to go through that because I feel like I still find myself having to go through that, but I already have that insight or that awareness that maybe I wouldn't have not or I would have not had. That was a lot of knots if I didn't listen to that podcast and I would kind of just be unaware in the whole process. So I do see the benefit in like reading something that I'm interested in. Like my psychology professor, she was always like, if you are interested in something, especially like 
her interest with psychology. If you find these topics interesting, go out and find a book and read about it, which I do think is beneficial, which I still find myself doing. But I also think there's benefit in reading fiction books because you do open yourself up to a new world, um, a new reality that kind of gets your imagination going. And also different perspectives because I think, and this might just be because I read more realistic fiction, I want to get more into historical fiction, but I feel like the author is still portraying something that happened in their life, but still putting that creative aspect into it that makes it more fun. And I've been really trying to get back into bringing more fun into my life because I feel like, again, we get to adulthood and we get so serious. We're like, we got to do this. We got to do that. And I'm just like, why can't it be fun? Let's have some fun in this. And if reading a fiction book is going to allow you to have fun in your life, but then you might learn like, hey, maybe this is how I should feel in a relationship or like, hey, Maybe I could go out and like do something that scares me because like my fiction character did this. It kind of like opens up that opportunity for you to do that. Now that might bring some like self-awareness with that, but I feel like when you have conversations with people about the books that you are reading, especially fiction books, again, bringing in that fun, bringing in that connection, it allows you to learn things from a fiction book. So I don't always feel like it has to be you have to read a nonfiction book. But there were some things that had helped me get into reading because again, I feel like because it was something I struggled with, even though I like doing things that I am bad at because then I see the growth within that and I feel like it's more rewarding to get better at something that you're bad at than it is to get a little bit better at something that you're already good at. It's still, I'm going to be completely honest, it like sucked. Like I was like, oh, I'm so slow. I'm not getting through this book as fast, especially because I still have those friends that can read a book in a day. And I, I'm just, I'm not one of those people. I want to be one of those people, but I'm not. <laughs> and so again, I had to find some other routes to bring reading into my life. And one of the biggest ones was doing audiobooks. I already was like really interested in podcasts. So it was like, okay, the next best thing is to do audiobooks. Because again, at least I'm getting into the mindset of reading a book. And then also something that I had found when I was reading when I was younger was teachers would let me like read a book but also listen to the book at the same time and that kind of increased my reading speed a bit I know there's again there's probably like speed readers out there where it's like no that's slow but I'm coming from the perspective of a person who like my reading speed is already below average so if there is a normal speed person that can read faster then by all means I'm going to do that plus also I was able to still listen to it and stay excited about the book when I was like doing the horses or going for a walk and then I was I almost felt more rewarded because I was like okay I'm getting through these books I'm reading more books and then I wanted to like actually sit down and read the book or that's what I had found for me now technically I'm still debating on if I should count the audiobooks that I listen to as 
books that I've read, there's a part of me that's like, eh, that doesn't count. But then I know some people still do that. So it's kind of like up to you if you want to do that. But another thing that had helped me get more excited about reading was Goodreads. If you are not on Goodreads, get on Goodreads. Like when my friends had introduced this to me, I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Because I would, I had so many different notes of being like, oh, I want to read this book. I want to read that book. And I even made my own spreadsheet about like reading books and what books I want to read, color coding it by fiction and nonfiction. And then my friends are like, why don't you just do Goodreads? And I was like, wait, what is this? And it like refers you books. But then again, it brings back it brings back that connection of like, oh, I see my friends are reading this book or I can see how far they're reading. And then also like it keeps track of how many books you have read and where you are at in the process and it does the whole like reading challenge thing which I feel like makes it a lot smoother and easier but if you're still needing to find like more connection and excitement with books you can find like YouTube channels I know there's that whole like book TikTok thing or it's like called book talk people are obsessed with you could do that too I feel like if you're allowing the excitement into your reality then you're just going to want to read the book even more or read more books because you're like oh my gosh they're so excited about it so I want to read it too Um, and then I feel like the best again is just talking to a friend about it in person or like you could even like buddy up and be like hey we're both going to read these books together sort of situation and then you like get together in like a month or two for me it would probably be three because again not the fastest reader, but who knows? Maybe like I'll get faster. We'll see. Um, I'm, I'm going to say, because I'm trying to do that whole 12 book a month. So I'm going to say I can do one a month, but we'll see. Again, set that up. Be like, hey, we're going to read this book together and then we'll talk about it later. Or even find yourself talking about it throughout the month. Just like make sure no spoilers because I'm one of those people where if you spoil a book for me, I will be very upset. I'm calling out my sister right now because she did that to me for Mockingjay about a certain character. I'm not going to spoil it for anyone, but I was very upset. Just going to put that out there. <laughs> um, another thing was that had helped me read more was realizing I could read more than one book at a time. I, this kind of like blew my mind and was kind of like a duh, but I always thought like, okay, I can only read one book at one time, finish that book and then go on to the next book. When in actuality, no, you can read more than one book at one time. I think it was like a YouTuber or something that told me this and I was like, oh, duh. And I think it's a little bit easier when you're reading different genres. So like, for example, right now I'm reading a fiction book, but I'm also reading a nonfiction book right now. And it kind of allows me to remember the two different stories, but not get them mixed up. And I can read them both at once. So it's kind of like a two at a time situation. And if let's say I really want to read, but I'm not excited about reading my nonfiction book today, I could just read my fiction book. Now, granted, I having that separation kind of allows me to like still stay excited about these books at the same time right now. But like, let's say in the future, I'm like, no, I really want to read this fiction book. I'm allowed to do that. No one's telling me I can't. But then let's say like, oh, I'm at a really interesting part in this nonfiction book then 
I'm going to read that one because I want to learn more information about that. Now, the number one thing that I think helped me get excited about books, and you can probably hear it in my voice, is getting a Kindle. I know all those like book lovers, like hard book cover book lovers are going to be like, what are you talking about? But I feel like having a Kindle has changed my life. (laughs) I don't know what it is. Maybe it's for those people who like aren't that obsessed with books, but the satisfaction of flipping through a page faster, maybe that's what it is, and how it feels almost wants me to read more or makes me want to read more. And then also because, you know, when you read a book and you get to like, you're starting it and it's kind of awkward or like you're reading in bed and it's this like awkward position, especially if you're reading a book that's like 500 plus pages and you're like, my arm's tired. I don't want to hold the book like this, but I want to read in bed or like the the way it like falls on your face. I, I hate that. And it makes me not want to read even more. But with like a Kindle, it's like it's the same size as this tiny little tablet. And I find myself reading more because of that, because it's more comfortable. And also I can just like put it in a bag. I don't carry bags, but like, or I don't carry purses. I'm just like one of those people that don't like carrying purses, but I can put it in my backpack or something and it's small enough to where I could literally take it with me everywhere and it's completely fine. And I don't have the temptation of like going on my phone and being like, oh, I'll read on my phone. Oh, wait, no, actually, I could check my emails or, oh, no, I could like go check Instagram. No, it's just books and I will just read the book. And then I think another reason why I really like it is because you're able to highlight and take notes. I know it's okay to like if I bought a book personally, I'm able to like highlight and take notes, which like honestly part of me was kind of just like, wait, what? You can like do that to your own books? I thought it was like sacrilegious to like highlight or write in your books, which is kind of funny because people do that with their textbooks all the time. So like what makes you think you can't do that with an actual book? But I was like, oh, I feel a little bit better highlighting and taking notes in my Kindle. And then at the very end, you can see all your different highlights, all your different notes. And I actually take notes and highlight in my fiction books, even though they're not realistic. I still, again, find benefit and lessons within the like imaginary world. And then my favorite part, again, why you should also get Goodreads is that Kindle connects with Goodreads. And so it automatically like check marks that you finished the book and it has all the like little highlights and notes that you've done. You can make it public or you can make it private and it just puts it all in a nice little area and you can like reflect and look at them and like tell your friends all your favorite parts. And then I think another cool part is that it tells you the top highlights. So for example, I'd be reading a book and then it would be like, oh, da-da-da, amount of people have highlighted this and you're just kind of like, oh, that's interesting. So it kind of like made me want to highlight more. But I will say that I feel like just highlighting is very passive to where I feel like I connect more with the book if I highlight and take notes. I don't do that all the time, but most of the time I will put like a little note in there. Sometimes it's just like, LOL, but most of the time I will like write a little like, oh, I felt this way or, hey, maybe see 
this in your life and this perspective. Again, making you feel very more active in the reading process. And then my last thing of why you need to get a Kindle. I feel like Kindle should be like sponsoring this episode. It's not, but that would be amazing if they did. But this just shows you how much I love Kindle. <laughs> but the last reason why I really like Kindle is because you can test out books. There are so many books out there and I feel very intimidated buying a book and I feel like being able to test out, like it gives you a decent chunk of a book that you're able to read and then you can be like, hmm, I don't really like this book. So then you get to put it back. It's kind of like if you go to a bookstore and I know some people could spend all day at a bookstore. For me, I'm just kind of like I have a certain period of time and I can't spend all day there. But with a Kindle, it's like I could have a sample of a book for over a month and then realize and I don't really want this book, but I never actually bought it. And then I also don't have to deal with the stress of like going to the library, picking out a book, being like, oh, I read the first like three pages. Again, being a slow reader, I can't read like three chapters in like I don't know how fast people can read through chapters, what, in like 30 minutes? I'm going to assume that. And then be like, hmm, I don't like this book. So for me, I found that really beneficial because then I'm like, I'm not buying a book that I don't like. And then the next thing that really helps me get excited about reading more books is setting up a schedule for myself. I found that one of the biggest reasons why I wasn't reading was because I said I didn't have time. I feel like that's what a lot of us say is we're like, I don't have time to do this. Or especially when I was in that mindset of like, I got to get a certain amount of steps and da 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 or I got to do all this stuff. I would tell myself I didn't have time when realistically, yes, I did have time. So I literally had to tell myself, this is my me time to read. It sounds kind of funny, but... I will have things on my Google calendar where I'm like, you are doing me time or you are doing this or like I even have scheduled lunch, to be honest, because it just helps me visualize exactly what my routine is or that like I will get these things done within a day. And even though that sounds very structured, I found that it kind of gave me freedom of like realizing I can get all this stuff done and that I have time to do the things that I want to do. So I first said that I was just going to read before bed, which like honestly does work and I still do that. But the only problem was is that when I read any nonfiction book or even fiction book, to be honest, I would fall asleep and then I'd have to go back and like read the last five pages because I had no idea where I left off or what was happening because I fell asleep or the whole like you start nodding off situation. So I was getting really frustrated because again, I wasn't really reading or I was, but like I wasn't really getting much out of it. And then also again, using that excuse of throughout my day that I didn't have time. And again, I needed to add more rest into my day and time away from school, time away from exercise. I had to schedule it in my calendar. So I've started with like maybe 10 minutes. And to be honest, in the middle of my day, since like my schedule's been a little bit hectic right now, not going to lie with uh, school and then also starting my own business or not business coaching, excuse me, my own health coaching and prioritizing time for my clients. 
I've found it a little bit difficult to do that me time, but I at least find at the end of my day, I'm like, I'm at least reading for five minutes. So I've found for myself what works for me is I wake up in the morning and I immediately grab my Kindle and say, I'm reading five pages of a nonfiction book. So the nonfiction book that I'm reading right now is motivational interviewing just because I want to be asking better questions for my clients and helping them discover what is not benefiting them in their journey or how we can like actually get down to the nitty gritty of what the root cause of the issue is instead of just being like, okay, you need to do this, 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 and this because like no one's going to just do things if I just tell you what to do because I know for myself, I don't do that. (laughs) It'd probably be beneficial that I did, but it's more beneficial when you realize what you're doing. So I liked the five pages in the morning because for five minutes, again, being a slow reader, I read like two pages and then I'd find myself being frustrated and be like, I barely even read a book. So I like the five page rule and I don't even know how long it takes me to read that. But I'm like, okay, once I read five pages, then I get up and I do the things like have breakfast and get on with my day. And then towards the end of the night, I find that I will read my like fiction book because I want to be relaxed, have a little bit of imagination before I go into bed instead of like thinking super hard before I go to bed because that's not going to help my sleep in the first place anyways. So that's kind of what I do as far as like scheduling, but you might just find yourself like, okay, I eat lunch, so I'm going to then go grab my Kindle, go grab my book, go sit outside because the weather is really nice in Texas right now. Um, I know in other places you're probably like, what are you talking about? It's freezing right now. But for some reason, Texas is bipolar and it's, um, it's really warm out here. So enjoy that sun. But go out after lunch, read a book for like, read five pages if that's what you want to do or read for 10 minutes and then go on with the rest of your day because when you fill up your cup and you're able to rest and recover you're able to go hit it harder when you want to go and study or when you want to go back to work or whatever other things you have to accomplish in your day. I feel like sometimes we think that resting is going to take time out of our day when in actuality It's almost like an investment into your energy. You're investing time to fill up that energy battery. Like think about your phone. You use your phone all day and then you probably have to charge it at a certain point. You're literally charging up your battery again so that you can hit it harder. So if you're feeling like it's really hard for you to rest, I know for me it was and relaxing was a bit tough to get in that mindset but just remember that you can start small and it might be a little bit easier if you're able to connect with someone and talk to someone about the book that you're reading so again you have that accountability to be like oh I'm going to be talking about this book with someone I almost feel like if we did a little book club situation or like we if you want to like contact me and be like hey I'm really interested in reading this book and if I'm interested in reading the book I totally want to read with you and we can kind of do like little updates or something like that if that seems really fun or I could make like a Facebook form and be like book updates and like fun stuff with that or if you want to follow me on Goodreads I think I'm just Rebecca Patterson or you can 
DM me on Instagram or use the email that I have in the description. Be like, hey, what's your Goodreads? I want to follow you. I would totally be up for that because, again, I feel like having that connection with reading keeps you more accountable with reading and we can all just increase our relaxation and increase the energy that we need to use for like other things like school, like work, like that side hustle that you want to do or whatever. So if you enjoyed this podcast, please leave it a five-star rating and review that really helps people out there to find this podcast and get into our nice little community. And if you have any topics or questions that you want me to talk about, email me at beccababblespodcast at gmail.com or DM me on Instagram at Rebecca.8. I would love to hear from you. And I just want to thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I had a lot of fun talking about it. I really want to become a reader and I hope you do too. And I can't wait to hear about all the different books that you are reading or ones that you're wanting to read. I know for me, I got really excited about Colleen Hoover coming out with another book. Um, I'm probably, yes, I am one of those people that get obsessed when she releases stuff, but I do read other books besides Colleen Hoover. I will promise you that. If you haven't read Midnight Library, definitely read that one. That's the one I read over and over and over again, but I need to stop babbling. So, I just wanted to remind you one last time that if you do want to work with me on coaching and healing your relationship with food and being able to find relaxation in your day and fill up your own cup because that is important, then again, you can message me through Instagram or that email. But with that being said, I just want to say thank you so much again for listening to this podcast and I can't wait to babble with you next time.